Welcome to the 50th Mammoth Games cast. This one for the week of May 14th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, Filter Cord. What's going Holy on, Holy cow. Got to 50. Got to 50. That's, that's a milestone. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. So what have you been up yeah. to? I've, I've had uh, finally some a development I've been waiting for for a little while. I got my new computer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very happy about that. So, you know, I've got... Uh, yeah. Went through and had to re-download all my music and everything, of course. Um, I had to resubscribe to all my podcasts, and I, I have like 15 podcasts that I follow, so that was a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I got all my Steam games downloaded and everything on it, and I can tell this is uh, it's going to be a lot more um, convenient, and uh, I haven't had it freeze and randomly have to be restarted while only running three processes. So that's great. That's good, yeah. Um, that was one of the big problems. That... Yep. I was able to download essentially my like all of my Steam library that I want to have. I was able to mm-hmm. download all of it, and it only took like six hours. <laughs> so it's running a lot better. Damn. I mean, um, I was having like two or three gig games that I was downloading on my old computer. I would start mm-hmm. the download and just go to bed, like because it Damn. was going to be a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, to yeah. Get, like to get like three or four gigs. Um. So this is yeah. A lot I mean. Better. I mean, even, um, what was it? It was last weekend we played a little bit of a uh, few games here and there, and uh, mm-hmm. some of the downloads, you're like, yeah, right now it's ranging between about 14 minutes and 52 days. I don't know where we're at. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep. even that, so that was before you got your new... Right. So the new system maybe. is, as far as I can tell, it's all set up. I'm still going to have to do a few minor tweaks as I, um, you know, as I go mess with things that I don't usually interact with that, I, you know, I do really rarely. Those are going to take some setup, but otherwise, um, you know, I've, I've actually got a newer version of a lot of the stuff I use pretty often. So um, nice. Yeah, that's always good. Definitely. I'm very happy with what I've seen so far. Um, but because of that, of course, I haven't been playing as much. Um, yeah, I've picked up my new system. I think I got it Tuesday night. So, um, because of that, I haven't really been playing a lot, but, uh, you know, earlier in the week, um, and then kind of going through to a little bit this morning. Um, I've been playing like uh, I got a little into Star Wars Republic Commando that came out on the Xbox One uh, backwards compatibility. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Which I don't know like how familiar people are with it because I don't I don't know how successful it was, but uh, I n- I never played it. It's I mean honestly, to, as far as I'm concerned, it was one of the like it was one of my favorite shooters before I got into playing a lot of shooters, and it's probably mm-hmm. still up there. Um. Definitely. Like you, so you have a squad. Um, you're you're you play a, a like a clone trooper, um, and uh, you have like this group, and you're like doing like issuing commands to your your other uh, NPC controlled allies. Um, so you have like one of each specialist. Like there's a hacker, there's a demolitions guy, there's a um, like a full damage uh, unit. So mm-hmm. um, basically, you're like playing through the Clone Wars, and then a little bit into um, I think the game, I, I don't 100% remember, but, uh, I think the, I think the game kind of has, uh, a little bit of talk about, um, like the Order 66 command that goes out. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's got a lot of cool stuff. It definitely teases a, uh, sequel that never happened, which is kind of disappointing. Hey, yeah, E3's was... coming up. We have no idea. <laughs> wow, that would be wild. Wouldn't uh, that be? EA was like, Republic Commando 2, I would shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they have a lot of things on their plate that, like, EA has possibly more games than anybody that they could 
do you know like like we've been waiting for like something you know in the skate universe we've been waiting for a good really good star wars game we've been waiting for you know you know just, just there, there's there's a lot of things that are there that they can like a lot of ips that they can play with yeah and then we've uh we've been continuing to um you me and rob actually you know meeting up uh playing a little bit of left for dead 2 mm-hmm. mm. that was fun so always very good to get back to that great game um I know we're kind of, uh, you know, we've been looking at different things that we might want to, um, you know, jump into and to do other uh, multiplayer stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're open to hearing suggestions of that, of course, if anybody, you know, listeners. Um, yeah, um, we we had a we had a pretty good time with uh, with Left 4 Dead too. Um, yeah. I think right now, I don't know. I, do you have torch? You don't have Torchlight too, do you? No, I don't think so. Okay. That was one that Rob and I was we we played that after Left for Dead, mm-hmm. um, and that was pretty good. Um, and then of course we have uh, Satellite Rains, which I've been playing that a little bit solo. And then um, and then I I played one session with you, and then I played one session with Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, uh, th- those were kind of the the games that I guess that we have, you know on hand but we're right. definitely open to suggestions like what do you guys want to see us play stuff like that i've definitely heard vermintide and vermintide 2 are good uh yeah i've heard i've been hearing uh some pretty good things about it mm-hmm. so that's definitely one of them um so yeah yeah uh you played we played some left for dead together we played some satellite rain together as well yeah. um what'd you what'd you think of satellite Satellite Rains actually kind of surprised me. Um, when I first got into it, I was like, oh boy, this looks rough. Yeah. Um, and then once we were in and actually doing stuff, it was a lot more interesting. Uh, it's definitely got the like tactics uh, kind of vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, I like the look of it, even though it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's like typical uh, what you'd think of as, oh, hey, we're doing cyberpunk. Everything's neon. But there's, like, yeah. some, there's some really good humor uh in kind of like some of the like movie posters and names of businesses and stuff that you run into um yeah definitely yeah i've been i've been liking it a lot yeah i agree i really like um how you grow i'm I'm starting to get to a point where i'm hitting a little bit of a wall and i'm not mm-hmm. sure in just like my solo play it's like where do i go from here kind of yeah. thing um i like i'm having trouble beating a certain area and i can't you know Mm-hmm. progress i can't grab anyone that's stronger and every time you die those stats on those clones drop oh yeah so that's not good sure. so if you die you just become you know a little worse. weak yeah a little worse for wear um huh. i'm not sure if that's a very good um um mechanic well i mean you can like i think i have probably about um, like two extra squads that I can form up. Mm. So I have a bunch of extra clones. Okay. But the ones that I have are just the best of the best. Mm. You know, you obviously want to equip the best out of the whole list of what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if those start to get too weak, you can always refer to one of the backups that you have already hacked and ready to go. Um, yeah. So, I mean... I don't know. Maybe it's just something that I haven't figured out yet, and I mm-hmm. think um, 
I was going to stream that a little bit today, but I think I'm going to put that off. I might do a stream later today of um, something else, you know, mm-hmm. that, I, that I've been playing. Um, Session just dropped a new build. Um, and the new build has a lot of cool stuff. Um, some new, like, input modes, which include uh, a catch mechanic. Mm-hmm. And not only... Um, so, like, to do a, like, let's say a kickflip on your controller, you would hold back on the right stick and then press up. Yeah. Or to do an ollie, um, hold back on the left or the right stick, press up on the left stick to do the ollie. And then a mm-hmm. kickflip is the same way, except you press you know left or right whether you want to do a kickflip or a heel flip. And that was always in the game, but now they've added a catch mechanic. So you watch the grip tape come back around, and you use that back foot, which was the right stick, to you press down on the right stick to catch the board while it's coming around. Okay. Um, and depending on how fast you flick to do like a kickflip or a heel flip, mm-hmm. uh, the board will flip at different speeds, and it can do multiple flips now. You used, it used to be just one flip, and it would catch. Yeah. Now you can do like double and triple kickflips. Um, they have different controls for like scoop mechanics. Um, scoop? Like flip, flip speed and scoop speed, yeah. Um, so it added quite a lot um, in the dummy course where they don't have any. It's just kind of their playtest course where... There's no textures or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like relearning the game, which in the beginning, you know, you had to learn the game anyway. Um, right. Figure out how to, you know, use those two sticks. It's very awkward um, originally to control which way you move by u- using the R and the L button. You don't use a stick to turn or anything. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a pretty steep learning curve, but it's really good, and I've been having uh, fun with it. Just grab that cool. earlier uh, today. But yeah, aside from that, for me, um, you know, if you've been keeping up with me, I've been doing Satellite Rain pretty much after God of War. And then um, I've started streaming some model creation. I've been modeling um, the Triple Tap from Fortnite. It's a sniper rifle with a, mm-hmm. uh, has like a little rotating um, barrel on the inside. It's like a triangle rotating barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just wanted to model something um, stylized. And I yeah. saw someone post some concepts from Fortnite, some of their own like custom. These are some custom guns that I've concept for the game. And mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I, I looked at that and I was like, I'm just gonna grab one of the concept arts from one of the concept artists and model model that mm-hmm. up. So that's yeah, that cool. that's been going on too. But yeah, right. um, that I think that pretty much sums up everything that's going on. Uh, shit, new computers. Um, all of us, you know, yeah. kind of gaming together a bit more, and uh, and all more that, activity so. than we're uh, more than we're used to. I think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, keep, keep an eye out for like maybe our gaming sessions. Um, I tend to stream it mm-hmm. uh, either on my personal account or on the MGI account. I don't like to do too much on the MGI account just because yeah. kinda, it kind of has a. Uh, like reputation for, you know, being you know going live maybe twice a week, mm-hmm. um, you know once a week for the podcast and then maybe again for if we do D and D, which we do have D and D tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Yeah. So it's um kind of our second stream on that. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to talk about anything that we're doing, or are you gonna? Yeah, it'll be um that's our first like main uh actual episode, adventure I guess, of that. Yeah, right? the first time we're actually really doing something other than like here's my character you know yeah um so if th- that was our first one that we did um it's still highlighted here on uh 
Twitch, so people should be able to find it on Twitch, uh, you know, Mammoth Games Inc. page. Yep. Um, I am going under, to be... Uh, yeah, go ahead and say. I was going to say, it's un- it should be under Digital Dungeons, and uh, inside of Digital Dungeons, I've separated, like, this is Apocalypse World. This is... Um, what, what, this one's uh, Savage Lands, right? Right, right. So, um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm also going to take uh, those videos and put them on YouTube eventually. Um, yeah. I'm still going to, I mean, I have to learn my whole process. I have like a new software I'm going to use for that and everything. So don't expect that okay. to come out like <laughs> tomorrow morning or anything, but uh, right. I'm going to be doing those as well. So uh, episode zero that we did a couple weeks ago, um, you know, this upcoming one. And then uh, I think every two weeks we're going to try to do it as long as that holds up. Yeah, maybe if we can offset uploading them to YouTube by like maybe a week or something, mm-hmm. you know that might that might be good, right? So there's, just so there's more, yeah. You know, so people can rewatch or whatever. Yeah, so there's time, but you can always right. catch the raw footage here. They'll always be highlighted here on Twitch. So yep, cool. Um, with all of that out of the way, let me uh, exit a few windows here because we have quite a show. Uh, yep. being our fiftieth podcast. Wow. Before we get into everything, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out the top news and video game stuff over there. Get an early look at the PlayStation Plus lineup, all of the freebies that we talk about, everything that you hear here, you'll see over there first. Um, as well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc., which I don't have up. Uh, <laughs> um, but follow us uh, over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live, do uh, fun stuff like this. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you guys have the, have the means, um, drop us, a um, a review, all the like comments and shares, uh, are appreciated mm-hmm. everywhere, but, uh, a review over on, uh, on our podcast would be incredibly helpful. Let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like. Um, we'll consider that a, uh, a good 50th, uh, podcast, uh, present yeah, yeah. from, from yeah. you guys. Um, but it's not that cool too. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, jump right into it. Um, the first one's actually just kind of a uh, real you know, quick call out. We're mentioning this a freaking again. Um, yeah. Battle Chasers Night War for the Switch um, coming out May fifteenth. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, THQ Nordic and Airship Syndicate. Of course, we've talked about it a ton of times. We've uh, yeah, like we've. Kind of yeah, there's like, not really a lot more to go over. Like we've beat the shit out of this dead horse. Yeah, we, well, I mean, we've kind of been like pretty big supporters of this game. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. it, it definitely you um, getting yeah. on really early and uh, you know helping kickstart the game. So yeah. Uh, yeah, go give this game a look at least on your Switch. Um, it looks like it's probably the optimal place to play it. Actually, yeah, good t- old uh, almost like Final Fantasy style turn-based RPG um, for sure. I can't think of anything better than the Switch because those are definitely games that like they will uh, wear on you a little bit the longer you play because um, mm-hmm. it's, it's very slow. Um, the majority of the game is um, you know going through conversations and getting to fights, and then the fights themselves are somewhat monotonous. So that's something good to have on the go, so you can kind of keep it in the back of your mind while you're playing. You know. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, um, after that, yeah, we're having uh, basically like a thousand definitive editions come out. <laughs> yeah, it, so this is definitive. This is a definitive week. week I feel yeah. like, yeah. Um, so first, we have Dragon's Crown Pro Battle Hardened Edition coming out on PS4. Of course, that's coming from Atlas. Um, this I hear uh, some of the characters will make you battle hardened. 
Uh-huh. Well. Heyo! The, they're all, like, some of the most unrealistic, like, body image characters I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty yeah. Uh, liberal interpretation of the human body. Yeah, they took... Uh... Took a lot of creative freedom. Yeah. They're like, okay, so we're going to make the body... So the human form is going to be, for males... Oh, joke. For, for males, it's going to be 95% muscle, and then, mm-hmm. you know, the rest is just going to be whatever else we feel like. And it's the same thing, but with uh, with boobs. boobs. Yep. For females. Boobs. A mob. My my dark boob magic will surely defeat the so, enemies. This is just, like, everything that was released for the game, just dropping on the PS4 finally. Yep. And, uh, of course, you know, up uh, for the PS4, no, yeah, I, of course. I believe it has um, 4K support. I'm not 100% sure about that, but it has Pro in the title, so it should, right? Right. It should be at least, what is that, like, um, like was it, like half of 4K? Uh, yeah, like the two. Whatever they run. It's uh, like, yeah, 280, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, this is a, a really good looking game, anyways. Um, it is. Like, it has a really cool art style. Right. There we go. <laughs> Boobs. Boobs. Cool. Let me see um, boob. That one's again just like uh, the rest of these in in this line coming out uh, the fifteenth. This one for PS4. Yep. Cool. Uh, up next we have uh, a definitive edition for Hitman coming out for PS4 and yeah. Xbox One. Um, this is this one's the. Um, the one that was like cinematic, right? Or not? Uh, like seasonal, almost, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and um, this so is... it's including everything that they released for free and for paid, mm-hmm. um, just all content for Hitman that's out. Yeah. Um, um, and I will say this game, I like. I've played a decent amount of it, mm-hmm. and this, uh, I think, I have like. I have the little like base thing where you can like check it out, do tutorials. Yeah. And then I have two of the levels, and I the I had one level for the longest time, and I think I spent like two or three days playing that. Mm-hmm. And it, you can play this game for a long time. So, well, and you can if like you had all of the can, stuff. I would imagine it's um, you're going to be playing this one for, you know, like probably about a month straight. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of its own, like content like challenges um you know kill these guys without being detected kill them without using the waiter's costume uh kill them from a distance kill them up close kill them without hiding the body kill them and hide the body like, yeah um the whole game is just like challenges and then you can of course self-impose more to, to keep the game going so yeah and the challenges i mean that's really the hard thing to do like if you want to complete the level like a hundred percent and do everything that you can do i mean obviously i went in there and i was like yeah i want to do these challenges i want to drop this um emergency uh like life raft on this guy when he's not Mm -hmm. expecting it you know i want to poison his drink (coughs) so i I don't know it's um it's a big game it's a it's a pretty fun game too the it it Mm -hmm. feels it reminds me a lot of playing um blood money so that's cool they, they, yeah, they've done some good work for this game, and I actually can't wait to see what um, these guys are doing next, mm-hmm. because they've retained the rights and they've moved on. Yeah, from Square. So it'll be cool. interesting to see where it goes. Um, Definitely. And you know, this is if it was something that you were into, or you know, if you've gotten the core game and maybe a couple missions for free in the past, this is a good way to just get the whole thing in one set. 
And on top of that, this uh, comes with, you know, the Game of the Year edition comes with a bonus campaign called Patient Zero with yep. four new missions, and it gives you three new outfits and three new guns as well. Yeah. So you get a bit more there. Right. Yeah, more than what already is, um, you know, everything. So Right, yeah. Everything plus. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the model of the game, though. It, you know, it wasn't like, here's this whole game. It's like, here's... This is what we're working with. Okay, and here's episode one. We'll bring you episode two, you know, kind of um, Telltale style mm-hmm. um, here in, like, a couple months. And, I mean, it to me, that I, I think that's really cool. I mean, you have to keep buying stuff, but when it's all said and done, you know, if you want to pick everything up, um, you feel like you're getting everything for, you know, not only, um, you know, like, at a discount, but you're also getting just a ton of stuff, just so much stuff. So mm-hmm. it's cool, yeah, for sure. Um, another one coming out: uh, Shin Megami Tensei: uh, Strange Journey Redux on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, another Atlas game, which Atlas is kind of blowing out of the park this week. Um, so this is back in the uh, uh, you know the Shin Megami Tensei series. I, Strange Journey, I imagine, um, it was a spinoff of the core games and not a spinoff of like the Persona series or anything like that. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like I don't, I don't have all the backstory in this because uh, you know people will possibly remember that I'm pretty new to uh, the Shin Megami Tensei games, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's looks really interesting. It's the one that had like it was the um, like the spacesuit guys were the uh, they had like the weird kind of futuristic uh, or sorry, kind of like steampunk like past looking um spacesuits uh, okay i'm not 100 sure what's going on here but it seems really interesting um of course set in japan like all the games are oh yeah of course it's like but it's like a kind of like explorers which is a really interesting take on you know an rpg concept so okay yeah um, definitely something to check out I, if you still have a 3ds i'm watching the trailer it's just it's like I, i've tried anime. to I've tried to play the games before, and every time it, you know, it, it looks cool, but then I'm like, man, you know, this mm-hmm. isn't for me. Right. So, and again, I mean, my thought on the 3DS at this point is, I mean, there's only it's like dead system. one thing that you should play on that, and I still think that one thing you should play should be brought to the Switch. Yeah, I think the Switch should just have a 3DS emulator built into it. Like, yeah. just let me buy 3DS games and play it on the Switch. Um, yeah, and just I like mean, pretend, like maybe cut the screen, and pretend that the bottom half of the Switch screen is the 3DS touchscreen. Like, um, I really don't know why they're not doing that. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like you know we're just trying to make our extra, you know, money. They're, they're trying on to our make the console, even though our to, main. Yeah, yeah, they're they're trying to keep it relevant, but I don't know why you would like. Um, I don't know. Like this is it has the opposite issue that I think the um, uh, Vita had, which the v- the only point of the Vita was that it was a like portable PS3 essentially. Yeah. And then it kind of got outclassed because the PS4 did so well. And the same thing should have happened to the uh, 3DS, but it had the the Vita was I, I liked the idea of the Vita because mm-hmm. they had the ability to take whatever you were playing on your ps4 with you and yeah. I, I i love that idea and that's definitely something that the switch or the switch 3ds you know didn't have yeah. um i mean like 
you you could play whatever game you wanted while you pooped. Hey, nothing wrong. With I that mean, enough. that I think that's I, that's super interesting. And now we can just do that with the Switch itself. So mm. I, I poop mean, right on my of, Switch. That seems that seems reckless. 3DS, I understand, but on the Switch, I mean, it's got the heat sensitive screen. I guess it depends on what you're doing with it, but. <laughs> Alrighty, up next, um, the last game for shitters. Uh, the last game for our May fifteenth is Shitter Splitter Critters. Um, it's a game I know nothing about. Yeah, it's um. So basically, there's like uh, it's kind of almost got a. Uh, what am I thinking of here? Um, the uh, pixel junk kind of look. Um, it very much would, does. I would jump like halfway into the video. This is a let's play, so somebody's just saying, "Hey, subscribe to my channel here." But right. um, it's sort of like um, the uh, sort of like snipper clips where you're like rearranging the world to make it line up so your little like critters can get out. Yeah, so it's kind of like part lemmings, part snipper clips. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to cut the world so you can move like your guy that's walking right. back and forth. You can move him onto, you know, the next mm-hmm. area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which seems really, it seems like it could be really fun. But it also seems like it's probably frustrating. I was just watching uh, him struggle for a second. I think this guy just sucks at it. That's true. Bloop. That's, um, that's definitely a possibility. Um, this one's coming out on Steam from, what is that? Uh, Race 7? Uh, Rack 7? I don't know. RAC 7 is the name of the yeah. company. Um, the developers, I should say. Yep. But uh, yeah, the game looks really cool. I mean, it seems really uh, fascinating. Yeah, it seems like uh, yeah. If you're super into the pixel, like pixel junk games, um, it's definitely mm-hmm. one to pick up. Or if you were into snipper clips, but snipper clips, the big thing for me, the the buying point of that game for me was, oh, I can grab this game and I can you know jump on and play it with you know friends or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this, I mean, I don't think. It doesn't look to be multiplayer. It looks like a solitary thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has, like, you could have a couple friends, like, explaining how to do it, but that would be annoying as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it looks pretty cool, and it's definitely an interesting... uh, It's definitely an interesting game. Um, I would probably pick it up if I got it on a good sale, or if it was the right price. Uh, Yeah, I I, I don't think I would, personally. No, I mean, like I would play, I would play the game if you know it, like if if I had the opportunity. But I don't mm. think I would actually pay for it. I just I don't think it's my kind of game. They need to have a demo for sure. Um, right. I think they would they would really help themselves out to make a demo. You can really jack up this uh this environment though. Yeah, it's fascinating that the game's even able to play with some of the shit they're doing to it. So the main mechanic of the game is you cut. Yeah, you just cut the environment. So right. you'll have like a high ledge, and like your character's walking on a low ledge. You got to cut the environment, and it does like a uh, like a line cut straight across the screen, and then you can mm-hmm. drag up or drag down. Um, yeah, and just line everything up. And it, I mean, it looks like it would take a like a bit of like getting used to like know how like well, you got to like cut I here for it. Yeah, like it seems like this guy just didn't uh, really get the problem he didn't get it and right he just away. like redid it over and over again it's kind of weird right um i think i understand what his issue was but and you have to be fast 
Um, because some of the creatures will walk just they'll like, like right off a ledge. Yeah, they'll lemon yeah. themselves straight off a ledge. Oh, bastards. So that's that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. To me. Um, that it's kind of like a little more fast paced than you might think of a puzzle game like this. Yeah. But yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, cool. So that's it for May 15th. Uh, all those came out on the 15th. That'll be uh, Battle Chasers on Switch, Dragon Crown Pro, Hitman Definitive, uh, Shin Megami Tensei on 3DS, Splitter Critters on Steam for now. Um, it is coming to mm-hmm. other consoles in the future, so we'll have to you know look forward to that. Um, on May 18th, uh, we're going to have Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition uh, coming out for Switch. So that's from... Koei Tecmo's, uh, you know, money-making, uh, like, Dynasty Warriors-style series. Right. Uh, and it pretty much plays exactly like Dynasty Warriors. They're all those kind of Dynasty Warriors-alikes. But it's with, uh, you know, Legend of Zelda. Theme. Yeah, it's like all the Legend of Zelda. They have just several different playable mm-hmm. characters from Legend of Zelda. Several different outfits. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I just... I did, I, I guess I'd never looked in to see who was all playable. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, what did it say? Like, like, fifty characters or something? Um, <laughs> I, I'm not hundred percent. I think it shows it at the beginning of the uh, trailer, but it's crazy. Like, there's a ton of characters and several skins for each character. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of entertaining to watch, um, but it's, I don't think I would be something that I would play. Well, the uh, problem with it for me is that the whole game is like you experience everything the game has to offer in like the first fifteen minutes. Yep, and then it's just that forever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's definitely not something that I would go for. But again, like if I got this for free, I'd go dick around for like twenty minutes, and it'd probably be fun multiplayer. Twenty nine playable heroes and villains. Twenty nine. So that's still pretty good. I, I know that's not yep. counting skins. So right. Um, yeah, they were showing know. off some like very like obscure like obscure little characters um mm. that's kind of cool cool yep <laughs> hyrule warriors definitive edition coming for the switch um and the last game we have for today is little nightmares it is the complete edition coming to the switch from yeah. bam died namco <laughs> my man i love fucking that name up that's my favorite name to say that we say like damn guy namco Nam die Bamco is the, is the way That's I a good would one. say it. That's the good way to say it. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked out Little Nightmares, it's kind of like a little 2D puzzle, um, like 2D puzzle horror game. Mm-hmm. Where um, yeah, it's a it's it's a platformer. Um, it's been around for a little bit, and it's actually got some pretty good like acclaim. Actually, it's it's yeah. you know people like it. It's creepy and. It's very, um, like, what, like, it reminds me of, like, Coraline. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got some, like, Burton-y, um... Yeah, like... Claymation-looking... Uh, just it's really, horror like, grossness. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> you hate it? I mean, I'm definitely gonna get this game, because this is some horror that I can handle. Uh, this reminds right. me a lot of, like, uh, Inside. Yeah, it's window. kind of... Mac- it's like a macabre horror. Right. It's not like this is it's not here like to scare you. Like old banjo toting dude up in my face in first person, you know? Right. It's more I of a I can't take that. <laughs> <laughs> it it yeah, it's it's more of a like 
you get your heart racing because you're trying to do things before mm-hmm. something happens. And and it's not like there's like it's definitely no Resident Evil Seven. It has its right. own it has its own style of it's its own thing. Creep. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's 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 really next level. And it's cool if you pick this up on the Switch and you happen to pick up a um, or uh, find one. I know some places I've even seen them used. Um, the the Pac Man amiibo. You can actually get a cool custom Pac Man grotesque skin yeah. for scanning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, I definitely recommend checking out Little Nightmares. That one's cool. Mm. <sighs> Looks really good. Coming out May 18th. Yes. All right. Um, so, um, you know, if there's anything we missed, let us know over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so we can pop it into next week's show. But since we don't have anything from last week that we messed up on, let's uh, push on forward. Uh, yeah. You were the one who kind of talked about this one, so go ahead. So we've got a good uh, deal. I'm not sure. I'm trying to... Okay, so it's just for live show people. Yeah. Um, but for the rest of this weekend, basically, um, the Flame and the Flood is free on Humble Bundle, mm-hmm. um, which was a good, uh, you know, from uh, several people who had worked on the last um, uh, Bioshock Infinite Um which pretty much everybody's worked on a Bioshock game in the industry at this point. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of like, it's a survival exploration game um, where you're kind of, like, going down this, like, kind of flooded uh, retro world, I guess. It's, um, is the best way to describe it. The stylization reminds me of, there was a mobile game that came out that looked almost exactly like this. Huh? Yeah, I don't remember what it was. But either way, um, it has it has a very flat like look to, especially the characters. Like their faces are very mm-hmm. angular, and um, the detail isn't modeled in; it's pa- like painted on. Right. Um, but the characters aren't really the lure for the game. I mean, you might become attached to them and you know get used mm-hmm. to the way you see them, but the environments are really good looking. I think. Right. Yeah. the The environments are gorgeous. Um, yeah. It's got definitely got like a creepy vibe, um, kind of like an abandoned uh, kind of. Well, we were just saying backwoods hillbilly, right? It's kind of got that vibe a little bit. Yeah, um, kind of like uh, like bayou type mm-hmm. creep to it, right? Um, yeah, and it's, it, it's a pretty and, cool and game. It's described. It's a very different game. It's a yeah. <clears throat> it's an adventure, like a survival adventure game. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, I, you know, not unheard of, but it's very, it's definitely very different than, um, I mean, you have to deal with like hunger and stuff like that. It's, right. it's, it's not something that, <laughs> that's normal. You have to deal like the the character just uh, flipped off their little like boat, and they, the like icon let them know that now their character is soaking wet, mm-hmm. and you have to deal with that. Or you yeah. you know you just got a fever or you know you kind of got to push through things like that. Very cool game, um, and it's Holy free for the next shit. twenty hours. I also just realized that on Steam right now it's Devolver Digital Publisher Weekend Sale. Oh yeah, get in there, boys! Let's um. um so even some of their newest stuff, Absolver, is fifty percent off. That might be something we can pick up. Fifteen yeah. bucks. Um, Crossing Souls 
uh, Ruiner, Swords of Ditto, Minute, uh, Red Strings Club are all on discount. Um, the Shadow Warrior games, Titan Souls, Enter the Gungeon, Talos Principle, Serious Sam, Broforce, Reigns, uh, Hotline Miami, and Hotline Miami 2. Um, several VR games, and some of their older uh, stuff. They kind of have each thing sectioned off, but uh, definitely yeah. go check that out. That's a that's a great time to hit. Yeah, they, they, yeah, there are just quite a few weekend. in here. I, I couldn't find one that just specifically said, like, here's the stuff from... Uh, mm like devolver but i mean there's hotline miami hotline miami 2 um in this list it leads with gta yeah hell yeah definitely some good stuff in there uh well swords of ditto that just came out it's already dropped and minute minute just came out as well uh where's that one it's like black and white i think um see the talos principle yeah talos principle that's relatively new. I don't know. I don't know where Bennett is. I don't know. Oh, hello, neighbor. Ooh. That's yeah, boy. Good. That game has the same type of same type of like um, like creep factor that uh, like not creep factor, but like scare factor that um, yeah, I got little nightmares factor. has. Where yeah, like where like little nightmare, you know, you're trying to run away, like. It's the same thing in Hello Neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cluster truck. Um, cool. Well been there. Cool. And we do have uh, just one little thing in the old demos and freebie section. Mm-hmm. Um, an open beta starts for the Arcade Racer Onrush on May 17th. It's going to be running yeah. the 17th through the 20th. Um, it is... a a racing game, you know, off-road vehicles, motorcycles, all sorts of um, crazy terrains um, with boost and blasting apart your friends. So if you were a fan of <clears throat> like a burnout game or anything like that, um, go check this out. The beta will yeah. include tutorial, single-player modes, co-op, competitive races, and online multiplayer stuff. Um, yeah, and leveling... It says um, on this uh, Game Informer article, leveling up in the beta unlocks rewards in the full game when it releases in June. So you won't be doing right. this for nothing, which is a really cool feature that I wish more people would take uh, mm-hmm. advantage of. Definitely cool. Um, yeah, I agree. And people who... Uh, it says the beta will run from the 17th, 17th to the 20th, with digital pre-orders getting early access on the 15th. Um, so you could have five days of goodness rather than, um, you know, just a couple, just a weekend. So if you pre-order it, so that's something, um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't look bad. I'm definitely checking it out. So, um, you know, next week I'll probably have a bit more information on this one. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. Um, I'm not super into racing games other than like kart racers, but, uh, you know, I'm always interested to see like a new contender enter the arena basically. Um, for sure and I, I really feel like there's been um, a lack of like racing games sure we had the was the re mm-hmm. uh, the re-release of burnout uh, paradise right um, but aside from that I mean it's pretty much uh, moto storm has went tits up um, mm-hmm. like several other of like the spacey style racing games uh, what we have Forza um, Gran Turismo has all but like went gone mm-hmm. you know it's just it's gone now. Um, and there was another Sony game that was a good racer that's just gone now. I mean, mm-hmm. Need for Speed, I guess EA's still cranking out Need for Speeds, but 
Right. I mean, I don't think people really want to play them that much anymore. <laughs> I, yeah. There's like one style of Need for Speed that people care about and they refuse to make it. Yep. It's like, what are you going to do? Cool. Um, we'll go ahead and jump in to the weekly news, which we do have a pretty healthy uh, list of mm-hmm. things to talk about. So um, we'll kick off with one of your articles. Go ahead, man. Yeah, so uh, Prima Games, um, in November, they're going to be releasing a book that is not a guide to a game. Um, <laughs> so they're releasing uh, Women in Gaming, 100 Pioneers of Play. Um, so they just wanted to talk to, uh, you know, kind of showcase women in the game industry. Right. Um, so they, they went and got uh, interviews from 100 influential women. Um so they're looking at you know high level execs to programmers, uh, cosplayers. Uh, that's a, probably a section to skip. Um, so they have like uh, Ashley Birch, you know, uh, she's a writer, voice actress. Um, Carol Shaw was an industry programmer. Amy Hennig, of course. Um, Emily Greer was a co-founder of Congregate. Uh, Jane Ng, cool. who's an artist, uh, she worked on um, she worked at Campo Santo. Um, yeah, all kinds of people. So, um, I can only imagine Brenda Romero's in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, I wonder how, um, when was this thing? I imagine it missed out on some of the women. Um, so like some of the newer ones, like, like, well, I mean, there were some big ones that came out in the last like year. Um, like what, like, um, the, the name of the game. Well, her name's slipping my mind. I was actually... Oh, um, yeah, Melina uh, Jurgens. Yeah, Jurgens. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like she's a big player in the game all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I feel like... One of the most influential, her. I would argue, now. Yeah, she what she won the um, award at the Video Game Awards this year, right? Yeah. For, um, was, it best, was it best character or was it best... Best performance. Performance? Definitely um, best performance. Something like that. But yeah, she was right. amazing. Uh, Melina Jurgens, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, like they they certainly missed out on some people, but I think yeah, um, this is a good chance to kind of dive in and be like, you know, it can be tough for women in the game industry for sure. Um, you know, the like bullying in video games is bad to begin with, <laughs> and it gets right. a lot worse when somebody realizes you're a woman. So um, it's cool to kind of like call those people out and be like, okay, here's some of like inspiring stories. Here's how people got past adversity. Here's how somebody was just cool and just made a cool thing. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to, they don't all have to be like big inspiring stories or anything. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, I guess on that note, I mean, I feel like it is getting like a lot easier for them to break in, to break into the industry alone. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of companies are specifically looking for that diversity. So, Um, you know, that's, that's definitely, uh, an important, cool thing to know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, awesome. yeah, cool yeah. thing to, to grab to pick up and learn a little bit about game history and about current game, uh, you know, state of the industry and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Um, up next, it's actually another one of yours. Yeah. You take this next one. This and is just kind of an announcement. Yeah. Um, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is going to be coming to the Switch. Um, okay. So, Monster Hunter Generations originally came in 3DS in 2016. Um, the Switch version came out a year ago in Japan, so now we know that there is going to be, uh, you know, coming to the U.S. Um, 
so this looks like uh, August 28th it's expected to come out on the Switch. Uh, and Nintendo's usually pretty good. They don't usually push back a lot. So, so yeah, get ready to uh, be fighting the you know Diablos and Angie and Af on the Switch. Yep. Yeah. And that, wait, when is that hitting? August twenty eighth. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I wonder if there's going to be like an upscale or anything like that that they're they're doing. I would. I would I definitely mean, have a uh, world. The um, image doesn't look too bad up top, but yeah. Cool. <clears throat> and one of the probably bigger things, just because Fortnite's huge, um, Fortnite uh, cross uh, Marvel Infinity War mashup is going on, wow. I believe, now. Um, that's pretty yep. huge. Um, I'm not sure exactly how long this is going to be going. It started on the 8th. It just mm. keeps saying limited time. <clears throat> but you can jump in and play... Um, this newer uh, experience, I'm I'm pretty sure it's different than you know your normal game. It's just a uh, kind of like a little, I think it's a little side game. But mm. the point is, the Infinity Gauntlet, fully ready to go, stoned, locked, and loaded, is uh, dropping into every map that you'll play in this mode. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's actually kind of cool. So. You'll see it on the map. It has like a glowing beacon. And if you pick it up, you immediately transform into Thanos. And you fly up way into the sky. And you get to re-dive back into the map. Um, Thanos has some drawbacks, including he can't build. Mm. Um, but his benefits outweigh that um, like crazy. He can, shoot this, um, he can shoot this beam out of his hands. And just mm -hmm. wreck anyone that's in the way. Um, he has a super jump. So he can, like, crouch down, power it up, and then just, like, Incredible Hulk-style jump across the map. Right. Um, <clears throat> and while he's in the air, he can also shoot that beam. And he can do a dive bomb attack, where it's a punching knockback that damages. Mm -hmm. um, he does not regen health, but his armor is really high, and his armor regens automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. almost instantaneous if he's not taking damage. Um, he can punch apart everything in like one hit. If he jumps while he's inside of a building, he just breaks through whatever he <laughs> like jumps, uh, you know, wherever he's inside of. Um, he just bust the roof off. Yeah. So he's um, this. Uh, the people who are playing don't really have the concept, I don't think. Um, mm -hmm. But you have to work together to kill him. Yeah. So if you run into an area and you see Thanos and there's six other people, how about not focus on the other people yeah. and just try to kill Thanos and get the gauntlet? For real. So if you kill Thanos and then you kill the other people, um, you know, you, you have that chance. So, I mean, that's kind of the point. You're supposed to work together so it's not just a you know a bunch of people being dicks. Um, but the other cool thing is there's a ton of weapons in the map and most of the weapons will be like legendary weapons. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like stronger weapons that you'll be able to, um, fight him with. So you don't feel like okay. running in with a normal weapon. Like just totally trying to by the sky. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool. You can jump into that now. Uh, definitely go check that out. Um, and, uh, we might, I don't know, we probably won't report again, but, um, you know, if they have a, uh, 
I'm interested to know when this is going to end, like how long mm-hmm. this is going to go. So yeah, I don't know, just something to think about. Kind of cool. Um, check out all the patch notes over on Epic Games. Uh, they they always have their uh, patch notes. This patch is uh, 4.1. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they've really done too much else for to save the world. Uh, besides, yeah. you know, like hero fixes, art and animation, and bug uh, audio problems, um, mm-hmm. just that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, we'll move on to more. There's been a lot of like game lawsuits, uh, <laughs> and we have another yeah. one. So let's just dive right into that. Um, Atari has actually had to remove uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Three from online stores because uh, no, <laughs> it was a good one. To be fair, it was good. Yeah. Um, I don't know how great the sales were, but uh, basically they did not. Um, they were behind on payments to the developer, um, and the developer was actually Frontier Developments, who's really come out big. Um, you know, they made um, they made the uh, the most recent roller coaster park uh, tycoon style game. Um, shit, what was that called? Uh, I have it. I have it installed. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm trying to find it right now. Dead air. Dead air. Oh god. Planet coaster. No, oh, I was um, gonna say that. Oh, I was just gonna say that. Uh, so they they did planet coaster. They've been um, you know, they've been keeping it going really good with DLC and additional like add-on packs and things like that. They're actually mm-hmm. uh, they're the ones that made one of the kind of big like space sim games that came back. Um. There's been like several of those that got really big after the one Kickstarter, um, and then they are actually the ones making the Jurassic Park, uh, Park Manager game as well. Um, Is that the one with uh, Jeff Goldblum narrating the whole thing? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum yes, narrating. That is correct. Alrighty, uh, say no more, um, fam. Got it. <laughs> Picking it up now. Um, you had me. You had me at Jeff. You had me at Jeff. <laughs> So um, that's really cool uh, that they've, they've actually come out really good. And now they were basically finally able to kind of drop the dick on their old bosses and be like, okay, drop so basically what they said was um, uh, developer alleged that Atari has failed to pay $2.2 million in royalties. Um, the lawsuit alleges that Frontier made the deal with Atari to develop the game in 2003, but they were unable to pursue the unpaid balance because Atari declared bankruptcy in 2013. Um, now that Atari's fortunes have been reversed and the company is operating at a profit again, Frontier wants that motherfucking paper. They're, they're um, operating at a profit? Atari is now. How? Wait. I don't know. Well, they were able to get rid of a lot of their debt is how. Yeah, that's... I mean, I guess. Maybe a massive dicks and not paying their employees properly. Yeah. Um, okay, but, yeah, I mean, so... this console coming up has had to have cost, like... Oh, it hasn't cost anything. They just had to make plastic prototypes. Well, I mean, the plastic costs... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Frontier, the other game, the space game, was Elite Dangerous. Um, so that oh, yeah, well yeah. on Kickstarter, too. Yep. So, um, you know, they... It, it was a dangerous time for Frontier Developments, but they came out better um, it was an elitely dangerous time yeah it was an elitely dangerous time elite gamers um not sure if i have a joke for that i don't know it's but, all there uh, though yeah i'm glad that um you know they came out of it better and 
they're ready to continue whipping ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And now they basically they're like, you know what? You're gonna give us our fucking paper, or we're gonna close your game down. And they're like, all right, we're gonna close the game. Yeah, down. and I mean, this article does have a, an important take at the bottom saying that. Um, usually games in these situations just get delisted. Um, right. What's the point of keeping the page up unless Atari plans to return to selling the game fairly quickly, which, um, you know, seems I likely. Know. I mean, what was the newest Roller Coaster Tycoon in the numbered line? Was it three? Um, I don't know. They've had other developers doing stuff. Like, they made a Roller Coaster Tycoon mobile mm-hmm. game. Um, I'm not sure about the numbered. I think there was a four, but I can't prove that in a court of law. American right. Atari. Got him. Uh-huh. Just came back around is what it did. Yeah. Cool. Always came uh, back around. Up next, we do have, and I this almost should be in the who the fuck asked for it yes. area. Correct. Um, but I didn't I didn't put that up there, right? But uh, uh, Steam Link is coming to mobile platforms, and that means iOS and Android. On uh, It's due to launch on May 21st. For Android and iOS, um, these devices—if uh, these devices are connected to a five uh, gigahertz network or wired by uh, Ethernet—the users may play their full library of Steam games on mm-hmm. their phone. Um, you had a little interesting. Yeah, I think you had a little more information on that than I did. Well, uh, as long as you are you on, um, you have to be on the same Wi-Fi, from what I heard. Okay. Um, be, but uh, I, well, yeah, we look at it. It's if these devices are connected to a 5G network or wired. If you plug your fucking phone into your computer via, via Ethernet, you can play your full library of Steam games and also shoot yourself in the head. Because why the fuck would you be playing on your phone you over your computer? <laughs> Correct. Like I don't um, know what kind of fucking toaster box you have to have that your <laughs> phone is a better system. Like, I just I have, I don't understand who this is for. I have an $800 iPhone 10, but I, I, I'm I still rocking the, the standard Fatback model computer. Mm. Like, it just, I don't know. It just seems that, so silly. Really I weird. don't know who this is for. Um, but I saw it, put it up here because I, I was kind of laughing at it. I was like, why mm. would you ever... Now, I do like the Steam video thing because... Okay, that is if, a little. If you are a normal convenient. person, you might not know that Steam like sells movies and videos and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some cool stuff like um, the director of um, uh, the fucking South African guy, director of District Nine, actually um, made yeah. like an exclusive deal with Steam to make like experimental movies and shit. Huh. And those are really cool. So cool. it's like it's like his signature, like really realistic, uh, extremely good special effects. So like I definitely recommend that to people. Like no questions asked. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so with the Steam video link, just to be able to watch those and not have to go find a degraded version of it on YouTube or something. Um, you know, it looks at, it's 1080, or you know, if you have the ability to do it 4K. I don't know if there's 4K phones yet, but I know there's yeah, like Super know HD. Works. There's like the the 2180 phones or whatever it is yeah you can there are some phones that I guess. have some crisp ass right screw yeah the oled um like lucid retina displays and shit like that so mm-hmm. um you can potentially get some really good graphics pumping out of that phone for that but i i, I really i mean it still stands that i just don't know who this is for um, yeah other than i that. mean 
I mean, I guess you can like tell your computer to start installing games from your phone, and then you can check and see if it's finished installing. But that's such a like sure. that's such a cursory like. But that should just be case. in the that should just right. be in the the authenticator app. Uh yeah, it should have already I mean, been there. They're adding the, it like, now. The PS4, I can just if I, my PlayStation Four is in standby mode and I'm out, I can just be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, download this game now, so it's ready when I get home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, should it, be able to do it. That. Should be an extra yeah. But whatever. Yeah, it's cool. cool. I'll take it either way. Right. Um, so there's an alternate Nintendo charging stand that's supposed to be coming out. The adjustable mm-hmm. charging stand uh, is hitting right around the same time as Octopath Traveler on July 13th. Um, it is basically just... It, usually you have the dock where you have to like drop it into this like cradle. Mm-hmm. And this other piece just kind of removes that front plastic piece. So it just kind of like sits on this like angled piece of plastic that has a charging port in the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's useful for those people who take their Switch with them a lot. Yeah. I think. Like, so, you know, if like you want to. You don't have to be like, you don't have to have it plugged into your TV to continue charging and keep it lasting longer. Right, right. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, uh, it'll be interesting to see some more, uh, you know, some more, um, like, reviews of this when, you know, when it starts to come out. I mean, as of right now, it's just, like, the thing, instead of holding it in your hands, you know, you remove the Joy-Con, and you set it on that thing, so you have, like... Right. It has different viewing angles, so, you know, you're not, you know, trying to see it from, like, one spot. So, I mean, this could be really good for people who, you know, travel a lot, especially people who are, like, taking flights mm-hmm. and they have a two-hour layover, you know? Right. I think that's good. Yeah. But I personally, I mean, not I, useful to me. Not useful. Not Well, I mean, even on my last flight, it was like I I don't think I would set my system down, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like I would prefer to keep it in my hands. Correct. Cool. And we do have a little bit of other Nintendo news um that you mm-hmm. threw up there. Yeah, for sure. Um so we got some we finally got some details on uh the Nintendo Switch online subscription service. Um, so basically what it's going to do, um, so you're going to have the online play um, that right now is free. Uh, some right. games, they, they haven't really released a list yet as far as I know, but some games are going to continue to be free. That's probably going to be like a third party thing. Um, and most multiplayer Nintendo games are now going to have a, a you know this, this uh, monthly cost that you'll have to incur to play online. Um, which kind of sucks just because like it's usually not a good idea to take something away um, once yeah. somebody has had access to it. But, um, you know, I, I understand uh, it's it's not free to run online servers of games, so I guess I get it. Yeah. Even if I'm not happy about it. Um, I, you're also I mean, going to have... Uh... Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I mean, there's not a lot that I play on the Switch that's online. Like, I don't get on there to play, like, oh, yeah. Splatoon 2 or, you know, um, you know, I'm not excited to play Mario Tennis Aces online. Mm-hmm. Um, or even ARMS. I think ARMS was one of the first things that I played online. It was a test, a technical, like, alpha test mm-hmm. or beta test or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, like, I, like, honestly, I was like, you know, this isn't really for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that being said, I think I played Mario Kart a few times, um, Ashley played Mario Kart with one of our friends a few times, 
and got her ass whipped, and then she stopped playing with him. She got beat real bad. Uh, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was it was rough. It was, you know, there was like, had to cut the eye after the fight. It was pretty bad. Damn. Um, but he's really good. He's been beating my ass since we were kids <laughs> at Nintendo games. So I was like, you sure you want to go up against him? She's like, yeah, yo, it'll be fun. Two minutes later, fuck this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so another thing they're going to provide, um, the service will launch. Uh, at launch, there will be 20 NES games uh, in a library that you have access to as part of your online subscription. Okay, um, so it's kind of like a small virtual console. Sort of. Uh, yeah, this, so some of the stuff that they're talking about right now, soccer, balloon fight, tennis, ice climber, Donkey Kong, Dr. Mario, Mario Bros., Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, so some of those are going to be included, and they're actually adding uh, online play with these NES games. That's pretty big. Um, the first time some of these games have had... Well, and certainly online, online multiplayer, and then even regular multiplayer on some of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm not 100% sure how that's going to work out yet, but it's definitely a cool idea. That's well, always I can, good to add. I can see yeah. some of them getting um, the treatment, like uh, Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros. 3, Dr. Mm. Mario, um, Ice Climbers, and Balloon Fight, maybe. Uh, I don't know about soccer and tennis, because um, I never really played those. Or yeah. Donkey Kong could i guess but that's yeah that's interesting um along with that they are going to uh create a cloud that you can save to as part of the online service so that's good because right now if you important if your if your console breaks or if something happens to it your saves are just gone yeah um there's everything over to recover so people are going to be very happy to see that change um And uh, the final thing, uh, they're going to change up the Nintendo Switch online app, so you have some more stuff going on on that. And that's definitely something that's needed, because right now the app doesn't do jack shit. Um, it does not, So yeah. they're going to they're add, like, online lounges. You can send invites to people. Hopefully they're going to revamp uh, how everything works with your friends and stuff like that, because it's a huge chore right now. Um, yeah, that's, the, that's one of the biggest problems, you know, between yes. that and, uh, like, I would love some sort of tracking system almost mm. trophy style of what you know you're going through even if it was just things that you're doing in the game yes like that would just be nice like but it, you know of course that's not as important as me being able to search my friend and mm. find them on my switch yeah rather than um, hey what's your 25 character code that makes me want to kill myself 23 1a b 14 ac 19 26 01 b 15 9a that's also my social security number which one of those were capital? Um, it's the fucking question. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, that's a huge issue that they've had. Uh, kind of, like, an ongoing issue. Um, yep. Nintendo's online's always been worse. Um, so if you go over to the uh, plans and pricing category, you'll see the good news. Uh, it is cheap as fuck. Um, one month. Uh, the online service. So if you just want to check out some of those NES games, maybe you have a game that you want to play for its first month of release with your friend. Four dollars mm-hmm. for one month. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, three months, eight bucks. So again, if there's like if you're going to be playing a season of Arms for three months, and that's all you're going to do, eight bucks. There you online. go. Uh, yep. Twelve months, only twenty dollars a year. That's amazing. So um, putting that, that, yeah, putting that in perspective against the other, right. Um, 
you know, the others. I look for this number to go up, but as of right now, it's $20 versus $60. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So, um, but I do look the, the, for uh, this to go membership. up. Yeah, I do look for it to go up as things are added to it, though. Mm-hmm. So I can see it in, like, two E3s. They're like, oh, well, we're, you know, we're adding, you know, a full voice chat where you can chat with your friends, even if they're not playing the same game. This is going up by 10 bucks. Yep. So... Um, the family account, I wonder how abusable that is. Because I know I have <laughs> friends that, um, like, just to, I don't know what took me so long, but just today I added uh, Shannon's Xbox account as, like, a, a, another adult account on my family group. Uh-huh. So, basically, she'll have access to all of the, um, basically, what it's saying is, like, okay, this is me and my son, or this is me and my wife, or whoever, me and my best friend, and we both spend money on this account and we both buy games and we both want all the DLC. Um, Mm -hmm. So basically the point is that it includes accounts together. And I like, I know some people that abuse that and you know, not like evilly or whatever, but I know people that use um, friend accounts to essentially share their games permanently, Um, Uh which, you know, I guess the system's built for that and you have to account for that and everything. It's not evil or any, you know, I'm not saying anything like that, but, uh, that's up to four people in the Xbox maybe, or maybe five. Um, this Nintendo family plan, which is 35. So it's even cheaper than getting two year memberships. Um, you can invite up to seven others. So that's eight total that would all have access to the same Nintendo switch online group. With um, pu- like putting that in perspective, we could wrap up the entirety of the MGI like family. Would, everyone who has the one, whole MGI and still family have extras. and spouses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and have an extra account or two. So yeah. that's pretty dynamic. And like that, probably what that is is that that would all have to be on the same console. Mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely see that because well, that's how the Xbox works. Even though you can move an account to any console. Yeah, I, I do wonder about that. Like. I mean, because family doesn't all have to live in the same house. You know what I mean? It's true. Like, like, hey, I, you know, my, like. My adult son. Yeah. Me and my, uh, you know, adult son, you know, he moved out, but we still game together and we're still on our family plan, you know? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that'll be interesting um, to see how that can be abused. Yeah. If it's easily abusable, then I say we all jump on a family account for MGI. Yeah. That'd work. But yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, pretty cool, though. Um, Definitely. And it's, it's you know, an actual... Uh, from what we can see so far, we're going to have to wait for implementation to know for sure. But currently, it looks like it's actually a competitive um, competitor. Yeah, I mean, the NES games, it, like, that's, like, your good perk. And then I know, like, I don't think it's just going to be NES games that will be uh cycled right there will be yeah, other see a lot of potential we'll have to see what happens um they've kinda, yeah they've they've changed their story on it quite a few times um so we're just gonna have to see how it goes but right now it looks really promising yeah i remember hearing like okay it's gonna be um you know like these games or five this months yeah right. and then we're gonna take them back and then we're gonna give you something else the next month which mm-hmm. kind of sucks but you know because we're kind of used to keeping games but you know, and that's cool. Right, I'm used to actually having the games that I pay for, but who's who am I to say? You know, right. And uh, and and speaking of this, uh, twenty NES games, almost mini uh, virtual console. Right. Um, 
They said that there's no virtual console coming to the Switch. Very weird. Very um, weird, yeah. Because, like, there clearly is. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's going to be... So there is going to be a virtual console from what we can see, but it's going to be gated. It's going to be behind the Nintendo Online software. Right. Uh, so, I mean... Subscription. That, that They should have... They probably could have um, routed that a little better and worded it. You know, yes. just slightly better. Correct. They could have said, no, we don't have a virtual console coming, but you can get those games that would be on our virtual console by doing our subscription plan. Mm-hmm. Our $20 a year subscription plan. Which, yeah. I feel really like anyone who heard that would go, huh, <laughs> well, I guess I'm doing that, huh? Ooh, well, it looks like I'm doing that, buddy. Um, So what do we I got? Will... Yeah, I mean, if, if, if they wrap some of this stuff up and they're like, okay, this month... Um, you're going to be getting NES games, and these are the 20 NES games you're going to get. Next month, it's going to be SNES games. You're going to get 15, and these are the big ones. There's some blockbusters in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, this month you're going to get some 64 games, and there's going to be like eight of them. But it's going to include Super Mario, and it's going to include Goldeneye and stuff like that. Like that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be sick. So um, you know, I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see how they do it, but it, it looks like it could actually be competitive, and it, it could be pretty cool. Agreed. Um, all right. So another, um, some more good, uh, interesting, very competitive news. Mm-hmm. Um, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy for Switch, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, they actually moved the date forward. Um, they're they're releasing a week early, which is really interesting. Um, originally, yeah. it was going to come out um, July tenth. It's now going to come out June 29th. That sounds like two weeks. Um, huh. Yeah, a week and some change. So about a week and a half. Um, they're trying to avoid a very crowded uh, July release slot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for the Switch. If so Switch has a lot of up. stuff in July, yeah. Yeah. So I can see why they're... Why I think they, they, just, they just wanted to move this so it released right on my birthday. And I appreciate that. That was nice of them, huh? That is very nice of them. How about that? It, it's good to think about others. It is. But cool. yeah, so that's pretty cool. And uh, Activision has actually said that uh, the PS4 uh, Insane Trilogy was one of its most successful titles last year. Kind of sad. But, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's showing that yeah. there's still a lot of demand for these games that has never gone away. Well, not only that, it's also the first of... It, it was like the first of its kind. You know, mm-hmm. there's some big games that are. It's a in full the past, rebuild, and it's yeah. a full rebuild of this game. So this mm-hmm. was the first one. Next, we're getting Spyro, um, and uh, you know, I guess we'll see from there. But between that, I feel like it's like it was those two. You know, mm-hmm. that yeah, that that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool, um, and I'm glad it's been super successful because I really like that. And there's a lot, a lot of games that could have a full rebuild that would be really good in the modern day, but the original game just doesn't hold up anymore yeah i mean i fully supported this when it came out like i bought that one day one for sure that's awesome cool um and you're not getting away from god of war just yet um god of war cinematic photo mode is uh whipping its way out there i've already seen some pretty ridiculous shots um some of kratos smiling i think my favorite was kratos holding um uh, Sigrun's head, which is the final Valkyrie, <laughs> and he was smiling. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, fuck that bitch. That's really good. Um, but yeah, there's already some pretty sick ones out there. You can browse them up. Um, uh, the uh, blog.eu.playstation.com has um, a nice little selection. 
Um, but yeah, you can uh, toggle visibility of characters, borders, filters, um, field, you know, like uh, depth of field, distance, f-stop, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, and, you know, all the stuff you could do with a normal camera. It's uh, pretty, uh, pretty impressive. I have yet to check it out. Mm -hmm. But um, it's uh, it's pretty good. And then on top of that, God of War emoji stickers are now available on the App Store for iPhone. Jesus <laughs> Christ! And my favorite one is just one that says "boy" really big. I, that, I like that a lot. <laughs> it's like, it's really good. Um, so yeah, um, you know, I finished up all of my play, and this actually makes me want to go back and um, mm -hmm. play around with that. With that mode, maybe just get some give good it a, scenes. Give it a second. Yeah. Go yeah, I mean, cinematically, I you know, thinking back on me playing that game, and you're probably the same way. You're like, damn, there were some pretty good breathtaking scenes in that game. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, like the like when you first got to the top and you met uh Mamir, he's mm -hmm. trapped in that tree. You can see like way out there, and that that, that was cool. I, I yeah. thought that was yeah. There's a lot of good, a lot of good moments. Um, yep. but yeah, you can go check that out now. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's very similar to uh, Horizons photo mode, which I can understand why that would be true. Yeah. Um, so it, very good. Um, you know, you can remove all kinds of stuff and change how the foreground's working and all kinds of cool stuff like that. So um, yeah. highly positive on that. Um, so another, uh, I'm always a big fan of DLC. I like when my games that I like get supported for a million years. Whoop, whoop. Um, so Darkest Dungeon has a DLC coming out on June 19th on PC. Uh, mm -hmm. The rest will follow shortly after, I'm sure. Oh, the yeah. Color of Madness. Um, so they have a nice quote on the beginning of here. When beggars die, there are no comets seen. The heavens themselves blaze forth the death of princes. Um, so it's nice flavor build there. Um, William new... Shakespeare. Uh -huh. Which was not... Shook's book. William Shakespeare was the character I created for Bloodborne. Oh. And he looked okay. just like him, but he carried a spear and he stabbed oh. a lot of people. Right. Like you do. Like you do. Like you do. Uh, uh, so, yeah, they, they added a new environment, the farmstead. Uh, mm -hmm. You're fighting groups of monsters in effort to reach the comet. Uh, time and space are getting fucked up in this. Um, so, this is like a lot more. Um, uh, it's, you know, it's still Cthulian. Um, I think the specific um, short stories, like The Color from Outer Space or something like that. Um, so there's some really cool uh, hashtag vibes going on. Big mood, as the youth would say. Um, and first they're releasing this shit on PC, then they're swapping mm -hmm. it over, bringing it to other platforms. We'll see it roll out. Um, probably hitting PS4, Xbox One, then going back hitting the Switch, Switch Vita, and then iPad probably be last. Damn, um, about that iPad release. Or the iPad will pop up before the Switch and yeah, the Vita. Who knows? And they'll do the Vita, and then the Switch will be last, and everyone will be pissed. Mm -hmm. The what? I haven't heard of that console. I don't even know what that is. Cool. Right. Um, and we talked about it. It was a couple weeks ago. We talked about the character Maya from Overkill's The Walking Dead. Um, there's a new trailer... Uh, for Grant, um, the older gentleman on that, that you may have seen on the website. Um, yes, bitch. Grant is an interesting character. I watched the video and I was immediately like, this is not going to end well. Mm -hmm. um, Grant is an older guy. Um, he talks throughout the trailer about uh, his granddaughter. Oh, boy. And his 
like throughout the trailer he you know he it's raining out he's trying to get out of the rain so he gets in a car he gets in the glove box finds a bottle of whiskey um he's like fuck yes um so he starts telling the story about his granddaughter because he finds a photo of a you know a child in costume at halloween it sparks a story for him um and some of the stuff you see in the photo is actually in the seat you know luring to this car was owned by you know the people that are in this photo were in this car and now they're no longer here um the cars crashed um one of the parents is still strapped in the front seat as a zombie with no jaw very cool and, and yeah they have no bottom jaw and uh they're just trying to you know grab at uh, Grant, who's sitting in the passenger seat drinking, telling the story about how he has uh, a granddaughter kind of like the kid in the photo and that he's looking for that granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he ends up pulling out a gun, shooting yeah. the driver, mm-hmm. and leaning the seat back as droves of zombies just surround the car. Damn, that's sick. Um, and it, it's kind of assumed that the zombies will kind of push past, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, who knows, who knows where you're going to find these people in the game, who knows where they're going to, um, what they're going to do in the game. Uh, I know every character has their own, uh, like story and they have their own goals. His goal is obviously going to be looking for his granddaughter. Um, right. so it, it's going to be very interesting. Um, it's kind of, it's really shaping up to be left for dead with a story for each mm-hmm. character. Um, yeah. So that's, I'm very, I'm very excited for this now. Uh, now, it more so than I already was. Hell yeah! Go check out the trailer for that one. You can head over to their website. Just search up "Overkills: The Walking Dead." Um, I feel like we are in the next few weeks going to get the final character um, because there there are four characters, um, and I think it's a uh, a woman with like reddish hair. Um, they already, as, as you know, we don't know anything about her. Um, and I think they're gearing up for that because this is supposed to be releasing this holiday. Um, and they want to show something off about it at E3. Right. So have to have all those characters out there before you start messing around with gameplay and stuff. So I look for us to see some gameplay for, uh, this game at E3. For sure. Definitely. All right. Moving right along. Okay. Um, Yeah, so uh, this is kind of, you know, we've been talking a little bit about kind of the business side of some stuff. Like uh, uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, we were talking about um, how Congregate is having a larger uh, percentage of money share with developers uh, out the gate to kind of, you know, build some attention around their new um, cartridge platform that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, Microsoft is having a bit of a, uh, you know, kind of trying to compete with that. Microsoft actually on the uh, Microsoft Store, um, if the customer purchase, purchases your app via a direct link, um, they will get 95% of the rev share on that, on the app and on lot. in-app purchases. That's a lot more than usual. What did we say was normal? Like, um, what was it? Um, it was like 75 was it 75? Or yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, 65, 75, something like that. Uh, so 95 so Microsoft's like we'll host it for 5% that's amazing um, so yeah that's a direct link if the customer gets your app via a Microsoft assisted method so if you're featured on the Microsoft store 
uh, if they don't go directly through an ad or something like that, mm-hmm. um, then it's if they get 85%, specifically, which is yeah, if, still if really good. Anything outside of searching up the game and clicking on it, basically. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, 85% is still really good. And this is... Um, yeah. Purchases made on Windows 10 PCs, Windows Mixed Reality, Windows Phone, and Surface Hub devices. Uh, it is not Xbox or other or uh, or any game apps. This is other types of apps. But uh, you know, 85 to 95 percent is already uh, that's really good to begin with. And um, it, basically, Microsoft it seems like they're willing to take a little bit of a hit to kind of build up some of their. Um, yeah make their platforms more competitive basically and really grooming up those um really grooming up those developers to you know like look this is good incentive to make some good shit for our system um which is you can't complain about that that's it's all around that's a great thing that's a win-win for real all right and uh we're also going to dive in and learn about, um, you know, kind of share what we know that's coming at E3. Maybe a little bit of predictions on top. Yeah, I, I um, really wanted to. Uh, I really wanted to do like an E3 schedule as we know, and then talk about like, look, these are some of the things that are coming up. Um, one of which kind of led us down a rabbit hole ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. or right, right before the show. So um, the schedule is. I'm actually going to drag this link over. Um, to start off with, uh, EA, Microsoft, Bethesda, Square Enix, Ubisoft, Sony, and then Nintendo, starting on the 9th, ending on the 12th. Um, so now would be a good time, if you guys watch the show live, to tap the pause button, write down what is playing when things that, that you want to see. In. Yeah, and possibly drop it in your phone or you know set an alarm somewhere for that. Um but yeah, we'll just go ahead and move right along. Um, first up, we'll start with EA um, Saturday, June 9th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, they have uh, yeah, they're they're going to be doing you know their standard. I, I'm imagining EAs will be pretty standard this year. Um, some things got moved around. Uh, I think Anthem was pushed back to 2019 now. Um, uh, okay. I, I think that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Um, that's but that doesn't change the fact that we're definitely going to be getting a good look at um, the next Battlefield experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, EA Sports will have a pretty big uh, section there. The Sims 4, the latest uh, for mobile games. Um, and, uh, yeah, who knows what else? Who knows? You know, we'll probably see something from Anthem. Um, mm-hmm. I know we'll get an inside look at Anthem, but I don't know exactly what that entails. Yeah, what, or what, if, what that includes. Or if any of that is going to be changed by, the, you know... Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it, the Anthem part is the one that I'm like, I'm not sure about. Um, yeah, as of right now, um, I actually had this written down later, but since we already hit it anyways, uh, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and share this now. So it's, it's just a little quick hit. Um, EA is looking at March 2019 for Anthem. Um March is typically oh, okay. when Bioware releases games, so I guess they're they're just used to that kind of schedule. You know, having your holiday break, come back, get back in the groove. Um, so that's that's what they're looking at for that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and I, I really feel like the EA one is going to be very um, mm-hmm. by the books for them. I, I don't yeah. think that this is going to be a crazy, like I don't think it'll be a, a crazy EA year. 
Um, but right. I, I hope I hope to be surprised. Um, moving along, <clears throat> that's the only one on the ninth as of right now. I imagine there's going to be other like little maybe small floor show things going on. I know EA will have their floor show going on, so um, there will be more coverage throughout um, the day. So, hmm. but moving on to June 10th when stuff really starts amping up. Uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have Microsoft's. Um, that one is actually... They're, they're, they've been saying that this is going to be a big year for Microsoft. They've actually moved their show time for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time. Um, as well, they're, um, I think they swapped venues. Um, so they're going to have their own floor show. I think they have their own... Um, the venue, so they don't have mm-hmm. to share with anybody else. So you have to, you know, if you're live there, you have to go over to their venue to experience their stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, some of the things that I kind of wrote down, you know, to be expected. Um, Crackdown 3, I think, is pretty expected. Sea of Thieves is definitely, there's definitely be something Sea of Thieves yeah. oriented. Um, but That's the questionables, you know, uh, Forza Horizon 4, um, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, which I think we've heard about Mm-hmm. a few times, but I, I haven't done too much on that, but... Just um, the announce as far as I know. Right. Uh, but yeah, the Microsoft Theater uh, will be home to this event this year uh, on June 10th. Um, if you are live, you can do various fanfare activities starting at 1pm uh, Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then later that night, which is... This is the one that led us down the rabbit hole for sure. Yep. Um, the big dick. I I feel like the big dick of E3 right now. I I don't know why. I think it's because last year was so lackluster for them. Yeah. Um, it was cool. I loved seeing all the stuff that you could take part in live, but they just didn't have a lot to talk about. And then the year before that, what it was Fallout Four that they're like, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, that's coming out in like ten minutes. Like yeah, in like in like three or four months or something like that. But yeah, this one led us down the rabbit hole of the Bethesda Showcase starting at 9.30 uh, on June 10th, Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been tweeting a lot of interesting tweets and pinning tweets. This hmm. Their, their um, Twitter has changed since I put this link on our script um, like less than, what, an hour ago, maybe? Uh, yeah. No, it, it was probably a little more than an hour ago, maybe two hours ago. Um, mm-hmm. so the first thing that they dropped on yet, well, yesterday was, um, Big Ben and it has a lot of like pink overlay on it. Yep. Um, and the time is set to, um, 514. 14, right. 514. And, um, I'm not sure what the pink has to do with, um, I'm not sure if there, there's a pattern to it on, on it, but it's kind of like, it's almost like it was hit with pink paint. And the mm-hmm. arm, the hand went around really fast, and it kind of just swashed pink onto the face of the right. clock, and it's on both of the hands. Mm-hmm. Um, then up next, um, a little while after that, it was the same day though, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Same day. They show a rocket taking off um, with pink exhaust. Um, tops of the rockets are kind of pink. Um, and it has like a pink spray painty thing right around the top, like it's, mm-hmm. like if someone like it has drip, like and somebody tagged it. Yeah, and uh, on on the top it has five dash fourteen. Um, it's interesting. I'm not sure what the what that's leading to. Um, and then the last one that has the pink 
was an intersection, like a four-way intersection where people can cross um, this four-way intersection. I think the four-way intersection, I don't know, maybe that has something to do with the 14. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it, I don't know. There's a lot of theories going on around this. I've seen people take all of the pink from all the photos and overlay them together to see what it, you know if it made something. Um, this this intersection one is the one that I can't make heads or tail of, tails of. Right, because the other two both have the 514 reference. Yeah. A lot of people are speculating that um, on May 14th, you know, here in a few days, um, maybe, you know, we'll get some sort of announcement. Actually, when you guys are hearing this, you'll probably, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you'll probably already know more than we do, because that would be the 14th. Um, But, uh, yeah, I found that very, very interesting. Um, And then on top of that, they um, have a picture of a, what looks like someone straight out of rage uh, Mm. with a bluish, like electric blue mohawk waiting for the anarchy tours Mm. um, in full gear. And then the dude that we've started calling the goon squad guy, uh, he has like a goon squad tattoo on the back Mm. of his, um, like on his back by his kind of like armpit shoulder area. Um, Looks like he's getting in a cab, which is very weird. He's having a smoke and he's taking a cab. Uh Uh-huh. He's Um, crossing the street. But (laughs) the only thing that I can think that the the thing that all of them have in common, except the last two, the people waiting in line that look like they're right out of rage, have in common, Mm -hmm. is that pink um, splash of color that they've added to it. And uh, the only pink thing that happened this week uh, is something we're going to be talking about later, but Rage 2 was leaked by was it walmart canada or something walmart canada you son of a bitch yeah and then uh the rage the official rage account said here's a few notes and they critiqued their box art for rage 2 where yes. it was just a generic xbox one box art with a black cover that just says rage 2 and they're like incorrect key art wrong font not all caps big anarchy sign in pink all their font mm-hmm. was in pink their circles were in pink and uh, the anarchy thing was really big and in pink. So um, I wonder if their theme for E3 is going to be this pink color. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is misleading. Like, why would there be pink on the clock? Why would there be um, a pink rock, you know, pink exhaust and, and, and this rocket? Like, how does that connect to Rage? Especially the yeah. clock. I think that's the main thing that I'm like, what does that have to do with rage? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people are speculating. Maybe it's hinting. Each one's hinting at a different game. Oh, they're all hinting at the same game. Right now, the one that it is pointing to is definitely like something rage oriented. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, of course, we talked about it last year. We talked about Starfield um, with the rocket in play. You yep. have to kind of ask about Starfield, um, which is their kind of like their third big dick game. Uh, mm-hmm. That they that they've trademarked what was it like five years ago now six years ago uh, something like that People yeah we're expecting like a sci-fi uh, Elder Scrolls or Fallout right basically um, which would be amazing but just pushing right along past you know the things that Bethesda has been tweeting recently uh, we also have we would be next in line for an Elder Scroll game if it was between the two big titles Elder Scroll or Fallout um, mm-hmm. so you know questionable there uh something doom oriented 
or something new from the studio formerly known as Battlecry Studio uh, mm-hmm. being announced. I know they have a game, Battlecry, the old Battlecry Studio has a game coming out that's being worked on called Battlecry. Right. So maybe we'll get an announcement trailer for that and we'll get, um, you know, and, and that studio is now known as Bethesda Game Studio Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have that Montreal studio that they built up, remember? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, there's, there's there's a lot of their, like, we don't know what id's doing, although now we pretty much, you know, we have the belief that it's probably Rage 2. Um, we don't know what uh, Tango Gameworks is up to. Um, what we uh, do know... Prey that... has a Moon DLC coming up. Right. Um, I was going to try to find it. I don't... Maybe they didn't retweet. Um, but... Uh, good old Pete. What's his name? Pete Hines? Petey! Um, let me let me search him up and see if I can find this tweet really quick. He was talking a bit about uh, what to expect this year from... Hmm. Uh, from the showcase. Um, and I, I I was kind of impressed by it. Yeah. He's he's retweeted everything. Uh, here we go. It's a good man. Yes. Um, but that's a showcase in one month. I'm starting to get excited. We have a lot to show this year. It might be our longest showcase ever, with a question mm-hmm. mark. Uh, not sure, but it's packed. So That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Um, he's kind of the, the face of, kind of the face of the company, kind of, even yeah, though Todd God Howard, Howard, yeah, even though God Howard is, he, I think accidentally the, the became, master. he became, he accidentally became the face, yeah. but I mean, Pete's always been kind of the guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Bethesda, I think, is the one to watch out for this year. That show, uh, yeah. especially it being at 9.30, like, later at night for us here on the East Coast. Um, I think it's always the later shows that are the better shows. Because they can do shit. They can get away with stuff that they couldn't get away with at, you know, like, 4 in the afternoon. Or if they right. went on at noon. Right. Um, cool. And Definitely then we'll... Looking forward to all that. For sure. Um, and then, of course, we have Square Enix holding their press conference. Their press conference um, kicks off the uh, Monday, you know, um, the June 11th. Monday, June 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, some of the things that I expect to see, the biggest thing I expect to see is their mm-hmm. Avengers project that they're working on. Yep. Um, heard about that a long time ago. Damn, that would be really fun to see. I, I, I don't even know what it is, but I just I want to know what it is. And it is right at that like time. Now is the best time to announce. Like they've already I mean, announced it's, Avengers is on, at its peak. Yeah, yeah, right now it's at its peak. And if they can somehow incorporate something, you know, from if anything from the movie, mm-hmm. like show us something cool Avengers oriented, and then and you will get this, right. like you know, from the movie. That would be um, that would be great marketing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, we know that they have Shadows, uh, Shadows of the Tomb Raider coming out. Uh, a lot yep. of talks about Kingdom Hearts three, um, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to throw in Life is Strange because that's yeah. just a cool game that I you know it it, it 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 tackles a lot of really cool problems, and uh, I would like to see more from that. And that I don't think they've announced anything else. So yeah, I don't know. Um, Definitely, just to kind of keep an eye open to see. They, I mean, Square Enix has got a huge. Um, 
wealth of games to, to pull from. So, yeah, uh, I, like you might have noticed that I didn't really even put anything in there about Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. um, which would be the expected thing to do. I imagine we'll see something Final Fantasy oriented, um, yeah. but I don't know if it'll be Final Fantasy Seven, <laughs> the remake. Probably not yet. Yeah, um, I think Kingdom Hearts is going to be their big, yeah, their 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 big boy this year. So, should be at least, even if it's not. Cool. Uh, we'll push on to uh, um, the next thing that's happening on June 11th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, yeah, go ahead. You can go ahead and take those ones again. Ubisoft, my boys. Boobisoft. Yeah. Um, so Ubisoft is like really, in my opinion, they've really been crushing it. Um, their shows have been like really, um, I don't know, they like include a lot of like emotion and like story. Mm-hmm. is visible within the shows i mean uh last time we had um you know the, the reveal of uh beyond uh good and evil 2 right um you know michelle and Cell like crying on stage uh, and then we had the the guy that did mario and rabbits crying in the audience when nintendo specifically called him out by name and told him good job yeah um so like a lot of really good like emotional moments uh, yeah and, yeah i really look forward to seeing what they can do like last year's it didn't have like, it had some blockbuster games that were announced, and I went, oh, shit, mm. especially beyond Good and Evil 2. Yes. Um, but if they can up that that factor of, like, look, this is these are the games that are coming out, mm-hmm. and they can have that emotional punch, I mean, they could rival something like Bethesda. It could be this is the yeah. next, you know, Bethesda has this day, and now Ubisoft has this day. Yeah, I think, uh, like, and we'll get to them, but, like, Sony has an extremely strong lineup. Oh, yeah. But I think that a Ubisoft could be the surprise hit of the show. Yeah. Um, or I should say of E3. I mean, last year I think the surprise... the Beyond Good and Evil 2 was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. Uh, because there was no talk about it at all. And then it was just like, oh, but guess what? Now this is happening. Go join our Space Monkey program. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? It was last week or maybe the week before we were talking a bit about... Um, Hearing ship, a little bit more about that. Ship yeah. mechanics and the way that combat works and movement. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, with that, we also have, uh, Skull and Bones, which I've heard nothing about. Correct. There's, like, I signed up for the alphas and the betas, and it's been radio silence. Yep. Um, you know, expect to see more on Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, Could we get a Watch Dogs 3? Could we get The Division 2? I don't know. Um, and then the big one that people are talking about since they just kind of came out with, uh, <clears throat> a small little thing in uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a new Splinter Cell. I could see that for sure. Um, I think Splinter Cell is the most um, obvious surprise, I guess, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, he looked crisp but, in that trailer and in the gameplay for Wildlands. Yes. So, More than like a one-off character would be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of what else is like is out there um i i mean i expect to hear some competition stuff for um ghost recon siege uh siege mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i don't think we'll get anything assassin's creed oriented well probably we, not at this we, point we might but i mean we just got origins i mean uh-huh. if they talk about it it'll be like this is the coolest stuff you can get for origins coming up right um and as much as I'd love to see 
uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone back on the stage. I don't think we'll see them this year. Yeah, doubtful. Yeah. I love seeing them anywhere I can see them. <laughs> but some um, uh, very good stuff they've been doing lately. So Yeah. And I, I, I even laughed last night. Uh, I was watching an old episode of Rick and Morty. And they're like uh, doing this Minecraft thing in Rick and Morty. And... Uh, Rick's like, all right, Morty, come on. We got to go. We got to go help the president. And he's like, but what about Minecraft? He's like, South Park did it four years ago. And Morty goes, wow, they're really fast. And Rick goes, or oh, we're really slow. It's that. <laughs> it. I mean, those guys, Trey and Matt have it down to a science. They put their yeah, shit out so fast. But, yeah. you know, um, the guys, you know, that make Rick and Morty, I don't, yeah, they're definitely not at that level. <laughs> but they're good. Um, yeah, and the Ubisoft show, I said 4 p.m. Um, and then right. if you wait until 9 p.m. on the 11th, you'll get the Sony showcase. Um, some big shows. They just actually announced this, I think, today. Um, and the showcase, you can watch it live over at PlayStation.com, as usual. Um, or, you know, your favorite, whoever your favorite person is streaming it. Um, I actually hope to be running all of these shows. Yes. Uh, and, and having like a live commentary over it. So, you know, definitely come back to us if you want to hang out with us for the show. Talk about everything that happens in real time. Um, but the things that we kind of expect, um, Spider-Man will be one because that's going to be their probably next game out. Um, right. They've already announced that they're going to be talking about Last of Us 2, Ghost mm-hmm. of Tsushima, and Death Stranding. I'm really excited for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I'm excited for that collection of games. <laughs> it's a lot of good stuff, yeah. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima looks, looks really good if you haven't seen that from last year's. Mm. Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, we saw a very little gameplay, but what they, the yeah. small bit that I think that we got in there that was gameplay um, looks really intuitive and impressive. So, mm-hmm. um, and then you can expect uh, a pretty healthy portion of it to be dedicated to VR you can expect um, them to talk hopefully a bit more about um, their their web presence they announced that um, you can do their you can go to like uh, what is it like playstation.com backslash mm-hmm. your like gamer name or whatever and you can uh, you have your own little you can access your account on the computer now Okay. So I'm not sure what else they plan on doing with that. They just integrated Spotify. So if I'm listening to Spotify mm-hmm. on my phone or on my computer or on my PlayStation, people who go to my profile can see what I've been listening to and access it that's right from cool. their PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's very MySpace of them, and I appreciate yep. that. Love it. Cool. And then uh, the last bit, there's going to be more, of course, in, in between here and there. You know, PC Showcase, um, I hope and pray that we'll see something awesome from Devolver. Um, seeing a grown man's head explode on stage um, That'd be great. was cool last year. So, I, yeah, I expect to see more. Um, but then we have on June 12th, that's the Tuesday, um, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, I think that's when the live streaming kicks off for Nintendo. They don't do a standard Nintendo press conference. Of course, they do their um, Treehouse Live event. They'll be doing a Super Smash Bros. Invitational Mm-hmm. Um, on the 12th, um, starting right after the Splatoon 2 championships. Um, okay. 
the time will be announced for the championships for that, but you can actually watch that on the 11th as well if you're interested in mm-hmm. the Splatoon 2 World uh, World Championship. Um, and then uh, I imagine after that we will get our uh, Treehouse Live. Um, oh yeah, actually right here. Treehouse Live 2018. Um, after the video presentation with Super Smash Bros. So right after, so yeah, it'll be the Splatoon Two World Championship, the Super Smash Bros. Invitational 2018, and then we'll have the Treehouse Live. Um, So all of that kicks off at uh, noon Eastern Standard Time. Um, I imagine probably about 2 p.m. is when Mm -hmm. the real Treehouse Live is going to start. so, like I said, we will probably be running all of this. Um, various cast members, uh, or various guys from MGI doing different things mm-hmm. for the show. Um, which reminds me, I need to start getting a list of that stuff around. <laughs> um, and, you know, just to see who's going to be at what, you know, what show and, you know, what's happening. Um, but, yeah, we will definitely, I, like, the big ones I will definitely be, I'm excited for. Uh, Microsoft, Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft and Sony. Those are the four big ones that I want to do um, for sure. And then, um, if, you know, if we have time for like Square Enix, the PC Showcase, EA, um, and stuff like that, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, so you can chat with us about uh, when things are happening. And if you have any questions, drop us a line over on Twitter, um, and uh, we'll do our best to. Uh, do our best to hopefully know when we're going to be doing stuff. And we'll give you one last look at the um, press conference times. So, second chance to pause the video and write everything down. Yeah. There's a lot. A lot going on. A lot going on. Um, Yeah, I think the the only thing that I forgot to really talk about for Nintendo was, you know, like, what are we expecting? Octopath Traveler Mm -hmm. comes out a month after the E3 press yeah. conference, so I expect definitely something Gameplay. in Octopath. Um, yep. Mario uh, Tennis Ace, uh, Aces, I expect to see that, something from that. Um, I don't think they can get away without showing something from Pokemon. Um, yeah, I think we really just need to talking. see... Um, yeah, if, just mention it, and like maybe like talk about um, the path they're going with it, and show off some concept art. I think that'd be fine. No, I would be fine um, with that. Um, if we don't get at least that, I'm going to be freaking out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they, they won't cancel anything like this, but it's still like we need to see something. Keep these mm-hmm. people on the hook for the next year mm-hmm. because it's not coming out this year for sure. Correct. So, um, and then Metroid Prime, could we get Ridge Racer, Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing? Um, I imagine we'll see something on Bayonetta three mm. since it's already been announced. So, yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, do I, I do want to mention? Um, you know, we kind of talked about, especially with Bethesda, the uh, Walmart Canada leak. Um, right. That's basically. So the idea of it is that it's, um, pretty much everything upcoming that um, is potentially going to be releasing, like at Walmart at least. So this is not going to include like DLC codes, um, mm-hmm. but. Some things that Walmart believes will be coming soon or, you know, pre-orderable as of E3, probably. Um, we'll just kind of hit the whole list here. This is not a guarantee that these are coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, 
or it could even be announcements like, hey, we are going to make, for example, Division 2, but we're not going to talk about what it is yet. That's possible. But mm-hmm. uh, Walmart believes in Canada that there will be a Tom Clancy's Division 2 uh, right. Splinter Cell uh, Insurgency Sandstorm. For some reason, that sounds familiar. I'm not sure what that is. Um, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds yeah. really familiar to me. Um, Last of Us 2, Just Cause 4. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. Destiny Comet. I think that's a, uh, I think that's a code name for Starfield. I um, could see that. Yeah, that would be. Or maybe a maybe an add-on for Destiny too. Or an add-on for Destiny. Either way, if that's the name of the game that's coming out, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure someone someone over there at Bungie is going to be like, "Wait a minute, don't use that." Oh yeah, they're going to sue somebody's ass if that's for a, sure. If that's the title of a different game. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I really doubt that. Uh, Metroid Prime. We, I think we've been foreseeing that. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Rage 2. It says they have a title called Assassin's Creed. I don't know what that means. That's could weird. Be a re- maybe a remake of Assassin's Creed 1? It could be. I don't know. Um, so they have that. NBA 2K19. Shocker. WWE mm-hmm. 2K19. Maybe Ooh. take a couple years to make that playable. Yep. Um, Dragon Quest 2. I don't know what that means. Because there's been a lot of fucking Dragon Quests. Uh-huh. Maybe Dragon Quest Builders too. Um, yeah, Super Smash Bros. I'd love that. Yep. Borderlands Three. I'm Fuck into that. yes. Uh, Lego DC Villains. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm a, um, I'm a I'm Dreams. DC Villains fan. Uh, so we've been wanting to see Dreams, and that's actually something we predicted a little while ago. I think mm-hmm. um, that we thought there was going to be a, a another Dreams game, uh, or another show of dr- the Dreams game, I should say. Yeah, weren't um, they supposed to have a an alpha <clears> test? Yeah. I never heard anything back that's, about that. It's, uh, it's been I just, a while. That just hit me. Yeah. Carry on. Um, so yeah, we're expecting a Dreams showing. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 seems a little soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gears of War 5. I can definitely see a Gears 5 because Xbox really needs to have an They uh, need exclusive. to have an exclusive. And that's yeah. really all they have at this point because nobody really gives a shit about Halo anymore, right? Right. And um, I think the interesting thing is um, there's been really nothing listed for Days Gone for Sony. Mm. Grabbing the cover of Game Informer this month. But mm. there's been nothing nothing more talked about, really, about right. it. And they weren't even um, on the list of Sony games that are going to be talked about. Right. Shown. And, you know, they do mention at the bottom here, um, Walmart might just be, might have created these listings just because they want to have a link ready for a game they have no knowledge that it's coming out or not. You know what I mean? Right. Companies do that all the time. It's not unusual. Yeah. Like, um, I guarantee there's skews in, like, the GameStop computers for most of these games. Yeah. They're already it's, they're already ready to go. Um, almost guaranteed. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the companies just want to be ready in case something does hit. Because you don't want to be... You don't want to miss it. You know, that would be a lot worse than having something that ends up not coming out, you know? Yeah, it's easier to go... Holy shit! They just announced Gears of War five. We have a flood of people coming into our stores, but we, we don't have a we we yeah right. we sorry right. we don't have that. You're gonna have to go elsewhere. That's just a loss of money for that company, right? So interesting, interesting yeah. uh, uh, list of leaks. Um, yeah. Being Rage two and the Rage guys being the only ones to respond, I believe at this point. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there was some stuff like we know they're gonna talk about Last of Us two. We know we're they're gonna talk about you know X Y Z, but some of this stuff is kind of comes as a surprise and some of the stuff's like i legitimately have no clue what they're talking about here um 
yeah so we'll, ha- we'll have to see what uh what the stuff ends up being i guess yeah i the one that has me definitely the most interested is destiny's comment i want to know what that's mm-hmm. all about um and if it's just destiny i'm gonna be pissed and then just sit here Correct. and be, ex- be excited about borderlands 3 yeah borderlands <clears> 3 <throat> would be really cool yeah i would it's love to see uh borderlands 3 there this year where would that come from um, what stage that, would that unfold from what do you mean by that like, like who? I, I could see uh, I could see Sony getting that exclusive arena. Oh, man, I don't know. Wouldn't it be mind Xbox blowing if it was Xbox? Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd I be mean, crazy. It, you know, it was kind of marketed as a Xbox game originally, mm-hmm. uh, but that's because that 360 had a big lead on the PS3 for a while. Right. So you assume Obviously, that they would Sony go learn their lesson there. <laughs> yeah. I assume they'd go Sony because Sony's the powerhouse. You know. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cool. And yeah, uh, some cool stuff. Um, so after that, uh, so it turns out, um, let me skip that one. <laughs> uh, no, go on. Uh, yeah, you, right. yeah, we took that out. There was the um, anthem. So Pokemon Go, uh, is still a relatively successful game, I guess. Um, yeah. And I... they're, they're actually having another Pokemon Go Fest, despite the massive debacle that happened last time. The freaking uh, amazing failure. Full buttfuck is from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're gonna go ahead and try it again, and uh, happening again in Lincoln Park in Chicago. Um, it already sold out. Apparently, tickets were on sale, um, and they were only available for about an hour. Yeah, the police in Chicago should prepare for a riot. <laughs> yeah, you should like, probably just. Ha- I mean, realistically, they should hand out like here's there's... a Team Mystic machine gun, here's a Team Valor assault rifle, because these people are gonna be killing each other. Yeah, this is this is gonna be crazy. Um, there's two reasons I think these sold out really fast. One, people genuinely interested in going to the Pokemon Fest for the year. Mm, um, two, people just wanting the tickets to see the failure that's about to ensue. Yeah, like want to be a part year, of the failure. Um, basically, like they completely there were so many users that they like completely fucked um, all of the like mobile reception. Uh, their like Wi-Fi that they had set up in the park was not working because there was just too too much demand. Um, they were having to cancel all kinds of shit. Like they were going on stage and like publicly apologizing a lot. Yeah, uh, it was it was very bad. Um, and the videos were rough to watch. It was just the like they were, were really rough up there, and they're like, yeah. So um, you know, we weren't really expecting. It's not this. going well. And yeah. uh, um, thank you guys. It's like shit. It's brutal. It's yeah, so brutal. Um. um so, you know, they uh, it's possible that they've totally learned their lesson. I mean, one yeah. of the things they're bragging about at the bottom here is uh, team lounges. So, like, they have, like, a indoor facility for each of the three teams, mm-hmm. at least. Um, they have, of course, the host hotels are giving discounts for people that are uh, going through the park and everything. Um, and they're, they're talking about more. There's going to be some more events. Um, I know they're going to do something in Japan. Um, team segregation <laughs> and if you look at the bottom here they have like a fuck ton of policies like the fact is at the bottom of the page it has parking and directions rick's band activation guest services trash disposal prohibited items i mean um it, it's really yeah. cool that they're uh, like they've obviously already planned this like a thousand times better than last time so um i can still see it being a massive failure because this is niantic we're talking about but um, I think they have a better right. chance than they did last year. Because last year, they just had no clue what was going to happen, and they got fucked. Yeah. Um, 
So now at least they're like, well, there's going to be approximately a billion fucking people here, and then they're going to just beat our ass to death. Wow, they have a so, lot of items that are just prohibited. Oh yeah, well yeah, they're they're like they're going full like school on lockdown, like active shooter scenario here. Yeah, no, like <laughs> no e-cigs or vaping devices either. Yeah, that could be a bomb. That's crazy. Yeah, if this doesn't get shot up, it's going to honestly be a miracle. Any and all professional recording audio and video equipment. Yeah, can't be professional. If you're just an idiot, that's you fine. have to just but be a piece of shit. With... Fuck off. And you have to keep everything in your clear backpack. Right. I swear to God, if I can see what's in your backpack, I'm gonna vomit and then beat your ass. Is that a? Is that a? Dil... Is that a <laughs> big? Is that a Bulbasaur dildo? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be bad all over. It's like definitely gonna be a disaster, but. It's going to be a better disaster than it was last time, you know? Yeah. I just can't wait to see how many porta potties get knocked over with people inside. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. It depends. Or do they have, like, if the porta potty changes color based on what team you're on, you're getting dunked in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's, like, team, if there's team instinct, like, you're going to get piss on your hair. Like, it's just happening. It looks like a really risky Team Instinct member went into the porta body. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's see how this works out for him, Cotton. Here comes Team Valor with a drop kick to the side of the shitter. Jesus Christ. And over it goes. Yeah, it's all bad. That's it from Link- from us here in Lincoln Park uh, in Chicago. Shit, Chicago. <laughs> the river's Chicago! All right. uh, After that, speaking of disasters, I'll just roll right along into Battlefront 2 news. Um, So yeah, Star Wars Battlefront 2, EA definitely hasn't learned their lesson, by the way. They've already publicly announced that they're going to move forward with loot boxes in the future. Fuck you. Go die. Yep. Um, So yeah, they're they're saying, uh, you know, to coincide with the uh, Han Solo movie that's coming, of course, um, they're going to be releasing some a season of Han Solo in uh, Battlefront 2, so I might check this out again. I did not do the Ewok thing. Um, yeah. my jam. But, uh, so yeah, so some of the things they're bragging about, revisit Jabba's Palace, uh, dress for the job, so they got new skins and some cool new shit going on. Um, new mode hero showdown. Um, refine your piloting skills in Starfighter Custom Arcade. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you can expect the typical kind of events they do, which is... Um, you know, some new maps, uh, new challenge mode, a couple of cool little thingies going on here and there. Uh, nothing too major, of course. Java's Palace looks sounds really uh, cool, though. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to check that out. Um, but yeah, definitely. You know, it's uh, the game really like they just totally fucked it. Um, I thought the game was pretty good. Uh, it's definitely good if you're playing multiplayer. Um, yeah, it, it was. And fun. by that I mean with your friends, not you know. Pretty much, it's all online, but. Uh, Right, it, it was all right, but they just totally destroyed it with their the the uh, all the backlash against it and the you know the really obvious like I mean kind of nasty cash grab microtransaction. You know, saying it again, it wasn't a bad game. Right, it was fun. I I mm-hmm. I enjoyed the campaign. I enjoyed playing with my friends. That was, yep. but playing alone, it just maybe that's just me. Maybe I just hate the campaign playing. was okay, but otherwise, I mean, it wasn't anything specifically good. You know. No, it was, it was an okay. It was like a pretty good like marquee shooter or whatever. But right, um, they, it was fun. I, I definitely don't think it should have got hit with as like 
it was know, the, better than the review score said. For the sure. backlash shouldn't have been as high for something that they didn't even technically do. They tried to do it, and then they saw the backlash, which is what betas are for. Right. You know, I don't know. Um, um, and then them yeah. saying that they're going forward with it, it's like, never mind, fuck you. Right. I lied, fuck you. Cool, moving right along. Um, <laughs> just every time I click on this page, it has that picture of that that um the like the, the dog yeah the palmarian it's like it's very bah. good um it's very good i see I, I i don't see this as much as other people are saying it but um someone said to uh tagging ed boon it would be it would be so cool if injustice 2 would get a uh, fighter pack for this year 2018 and then he said you know what else would be cool with a k Dot, 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 question mark. Um, no, what? No. No, I don't. No, I, I, I don't know what. What are you talking about, Ed? Um, but he so, only knows how to make one game, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, the Pomeranian's really good. Yeah, well, the Pomeranian's funny. But yeah, he. I mean, he's not known for making a lot of different games. It's like this and Injustice. And they're talking about Injustice, and then he says, what else would be cool with a K? So, I mean... I saw this and I was like, man, I kind of don't even want to put it on because there's nothing concrete. But I imagine we'll see something at E3. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Doing something with someone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or something. Or something, you know. And, and I uh, wanted, yeah, I wanted to, we wanted to cap the show off mm-hmm. with just something that, for me, I, I was like, this was the coolest shit I've seen this week. Um, a game called Atomic Hearts. You can check out their uh, their website for the company called Munfish. Munfish.com backslash Atomic dash Heart. Um, you can sign up for updates about the game and more. But um, they have a pretty impressive looking game. It's uh, described as an adventure first person shooter. Events which unfold in an alternate universe during the high noon of the Soviet Union. It's high noon. Um, so a lot of people are comparing this to a... Uh, to me, it reminds me of something along the lines of combining uh, like Fallout with um, Bioshock. Yep. And, you know, you kind of peppering in... Like, it's very whimsically... It's like a whimsical Soviet Union. Uh, okay. It has that, like, it has that pop that reminds you okay, wait, we're in a video we're in, game. We're in, like, a wacky video game. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, almost like um, Very wolfenstein Very Wolfenstein-looking, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but they have the full trailer out, and the full trailer is kind of jaw-dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you say it's Badonkers? It's Badonkadonkers. Bam! Um, That's two. So, the, the first thing that caught my eye is what the fuck is happening early on, because there's, like, mm-hmm. some... Like it almost looked like blood that was like manifesting into a shape. Yep. Um, and then they have some other liquids manifesting into shapes. They have like a sea of flowers that look like it's like it's undulating. It, yeah, it's yeah. moving. Um, tons. I got to see a liquid for you right here, by the way. <laughs> tons of liquid. Uh, tons of uh, yeah, liquid. Uh, tons of zombies or not zombies, robots. Um, and then cool, like weird robots. Weird, weird yeah. robots. Very weird ass robots. Bioshock looking robots. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of cool weapons. Like you have this barbed wire wrapped like hydraulic sludgehammer. 
Um, and then a lot of like Soviet uh, firearms that you can imagine. Um, mm. Man, and one of the things that just kind of they they, they showed gameplay for one. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. To start, yeah, the first thing they did was show gameplay. And of yeah. course, like, um, there's definitely some... Uh, that spear kill is insane. That spear there's kill definitely is some, like, computer-generated stuff that's, like, clearly not a real fight yet. Right. But uh, they have a lot more in-game than I'm used to seeing this early, you know? I do want to go back, because the second thing that blew me away was the gun customization. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's rather quick, um, but they show a like a machine pistol, pistol with a um, it looks like a machine pistol. It might just be a normal pistol, yeah. but that's just how Russia makes weapons. Um, mm-hmm. That has pistol. has the like muzzle flash, and you can put your own custom skin on it. Different like mm-hmm. triggers, and you know you're seeing the stats change. Um, very very cool. Yeah, it looks slightly more um, like just a little bit more than what uh, Fallout Four had in the weapon customization. Yeah, and I mean, I imagine this, of course, running on PC looks, um, Baller. you know, it, it yeah. looks amazing, so. I uh, imagine. Yeah, goddamn. Um, go check this trailer out. Like, this one isn't, this is like mandatory homework. Yeah. Um, and we want to hear your thoughts about this one, whether it's on the video that we post over on Facebook, or you drop us a line on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc. Go check out Atomic Heart, and let us know what you guys think. For sure. Cool. Uh, this is actually one of our longer shows, and well, not really. Two hours. Getting there. Getting there. Yeah. Um, but this was our uh, 50th podcast. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, even if you came in at the halfway point. Uh, we've I've actually really enjoyed doing this, sitting down weekly and talking about the cool things that, uh, that we see and that we enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that's all we have for you guys this week. Uh, as always, head over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc., uh, all the likes, comments, and shares over there are appreciated. And as well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live. Um, and you can also join our live stream of our podcast. Uh, it usually happens on Fridays. Like I said, follow us on Twitter. Um, and then, of course, you can jump into the chat, talk with us about what's happening with uh, the game, your opinion um, on all the topics that we're talking about, and kind of just join the podcast as like yeah. a silent partner. Um, but, uh, yeah. And if you guys get the chance, as always, uh, a review would be awesome over on the For sure. uh, iTunes really hope so. Podbean. Um, but thank you guys. Until next time, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. We'll see you guys. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs>